Hey, baby. Hey. Naomi and Andy here with yep. a quick cue slash request. Yes. So, okay, Acast is doing these audience surveys, okay? We put the link in the show notes. The link is going to be in the link tree on our on Instagram and everything like that. Here's the thing, Naomi. Yeah. You know, we're already pretty choosy about the ads right. that we allow on the show. No weapons manufacturers. Raytheon, get out of here. Yeah. Screw off, Raytheon. But we want to make sure that the ads are kind of tailored to y'all. Right. Okay? Right? Say you want to hear ads for a different world DVD box sets. We need to know that. We, we need can to go out that. to them. We can get the word <laughs> out. But we only can get the word out if you give us the word. So you got to fill out the survey. It is quick, quick, quick. And it just lets us know if the ads you're hearing are the right ads for you. Yeah. So get on over to the show notes where that link is or the Couples Therapy link tree and fill out that quick survey so we can pass the word on to ACAST. All right. Roll it. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Forgotten is a new podcast about hundreds of young women who have disappeared and turned up dead in Juarez, Mexico, right across the border from El Paso, Texas. It's a story about borders, migration, and corruption. We talk to victims' families, FBI agents, and a former U.S. ambassador to understand why these crimes have remained unsolved. Listen to Forgotten Women of Juarez on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Open your hearts and loosen your butts. It's time for couples therapy. Yeah. This podcast is Andy and Naomi's, where they can both laugh and hang with all their homies, talking excellent vacationing with brunches and cuddling, to messy situations, shits and conscious and coupling, from Netflix hookups to single them with some Hulu, text sex, regrets, or feeling on your new jubu. They gon' talk about it, ah, yeah, you are invited, ah, needing therapy, I guarantee, baby, we got it. It's Hello, everyone. My name is Andy. And I am Naomi. And we are a real-life couple, a real-life couple of comedians, and on Couples Therapy, we bring you the best sets from our live show where we have comics who are close do sets together about their relationship. Naomi, my dear love, my sweetness. Light of my life, uh, moon of my night. You got some bad news to tell me? Stars of my universe. Because you are laying it on thick. Oh, no, no, no. I'm just... uh, I am, uh, what's it called? Uh, vamping. <laughs> Ooh. Um, I don't know. I like starting out with like seeing wherever my brain goes and seeing if it leads somewhere fun. And you oh. know what? I like complimenting you. So that led somewhere fun. Thank 
you, Andy. Do you <laughs> do you appreciate the compliments, or do you think I'm just saying that stuff because we're on mic? Oh, of course I appreciate the compliments, but I was like, are then, you stalling? Like, do you ever do something where, like, when someone asks you a question, you repeat back with the question to buy yourself time to respond? Wait, what'd you, what'd you say? <laughs> <laughs> and so sometimes, if it's, like, a string of compliments, I'm like, you're, like, trying to find the thing you need to say. Not you, but, like, in general, when someone's like, hey, bud, pal, you old so-and-so. You stupid stinker. And then it's like, oh, okay, what is it? Because you always forget. No, no, no. I was just saying some nice things. I thought it's a good, it's a nice way to start an episode. I think so. I mean, also it's because we're both in such a good mood after our evening. Last night. Yeah. Yes. We just had a beautiful evening and I feel like that energy is still like transferring. Two friends of ours. It's already happened so we can just talk about it. It's already happened by the time that this episode drops. But two friends of ours for their third friend's birthday, for a third friend of ours, for his birthday, they created an escape room for him. In their apartment. In their apartment. And they had us over last night to test the escape room before the big night. Right, to just see, like, where is it clear? What other little props and bits do they need? Are all the clues in place? And so we got to be the test bunnies for this escape room, and it was transcendent. Now, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I've never gone to an escape room before. Which I was surprised. For some reason, I just assumed you had. Or like, because I had been to one. I was like, oh yeah, Andy must have been to an escape room. But then you were like, Wait, you've been to one before? Yes. Yeah, no, I never have. It's never interested me. But it's so up your alley. You guys, Andy is so good at escape rooms. Like, you you know how his weirdo brain works? <laughs> He's like always finding like puzzles and shapes and clues and shit. So it's like. Well, this one particularly had. Uh, now, when I was a kid, I was a code kid. All right. Okay. When I was in grade school, I was so into codes. I read a lot of stuff about ciphers. And so there were a lot you of. You see like- what I'm talking about? <laughs> when I was a kid, I read a lot of stuff about ciphers. The fuck? I was up in here with Babysitter's Club. So go ahead. I liked reading like kid mysteries. There were like, I think McGurk, the McGurk mysteries. Was that a thing? McGurk. The Three Investigators. McGurk? Yeah, I believe that was a, a book when I was I a kid. I don't know about that. I'm an, I was into Encyclopedia Brown. I liked Encyclopedia Brown. I like Daniel Pinkwater. I don't um, know who that is. Oh, he's great. There was always some like mystery at the center of, of a lot of the stuff I read as a kid. And I liked mysteries. I liked codes. And I read a lot about like, like, in this escape room, there was an Enigma machine. <laughs> Which you knew what it was immediately. I was like, what are these wheels with letters on them? And you were like, an Enigma machine? <laughs> like, it was like you had come alive. Yeah. I don't know the name. I don't remember the names of a lot of the stuff. But there was also another one that was like uh, an ancient Roman, like, ribbon code. So basically there was like a pole and a bunch of letters on a ribbon. And you had to know to, like, wrap the ribbon around the pole. And then you could read. In the- a certain way. You have to wrap way. it in a certain way to get the code on the Andy knew this shit immediately. I was like, this beautiful mind, bitch. I did not know this whole time he had this special set of skills. You were up in here, Da Vinci Code. Okay? Yeah. Naomi, if you're ever kidnapped, I am on that. Like, if there's any... Now I know I can start speaking to you in code. Like, if I need to go somewhere, we can establish a code that other people don't know. Well, we already have an eye code. Like, we already kind of, like, read each other's eyes a lot in public when we're like... This bitch over here. Yeah, but see, I don't know if the, my eye code is that subtle. My eyes go very wide, and it's <laughs> clear to any person around oh, no, no, that no. I am judging harshly. Yeah, yeah, no, no, you are not subtle, but I'm still, but it's, uh, <laughs> yes, but I'm still reading it. I'm still getting what you're saying. But like, what so, you're laying down, sister. So like, when we're in an escape room, I literally just assume everything is a clue. I try, like, literally every number I see, I'm like, 12, we've got to put 12 somewhere. Yeah, Naomi grabbed a hammer and like smashed through the wall. It's like, there must be something here underneath this. <laughs> 
but then you and there's one other girl who is also the escape room who was also really good. Also like you from Pennsylvania. I think you guys are around the same age. I was like, y'all are Pennsylvania code kids. Y'all had a way. And it was like P-A me. P-A code kids. Pack. So P-A-C-K. It's, so it's the two of you and then me and the other friend. And she and I were both like, I don't know what's happening. I'm about to go get some pizza. <laughs> but, it was, <laughs> but it was so fun. and it, But also just like to see how elaborate. Like, I mean, this is like. There were detailed clues. There are maps. It was a multimedia experience. There were videos. There were... And and they did this all in their apartment with, like, stuff they bought. And I was like, I can barely follow a Blue Apron recipe. And they made a full-on escape room in their house. Now, Naomi, here's the thing, though. If I had made something elaborate, or if I, in the future, if I make something elaborate for one of your celebrations, Mm -hmm. be it a birthday, be it an anniversary... yeah. Would you want something like that? Well, the thing is, I'm not good at it. But I not, enjoy not, not necessarily it. an escape room. Oh no! Oh, but oh, an elab- I know you love experiences. Oh, you owe me something elaborate. What? I want something elaborate because I, I spent owe years, you something elaborate. I've spent years watching you. Well, not as much now, but you know, in our early days, you know, you would do a lot of sketches and videos and short films. And Andy, again, he's got this beautiful mind. So like, he never just like makes like a like a. A straightforward, like a two-person scene or a conversation about this. He's like, I'm going to do a noir musical comedy set in a basement. And it's like, okay. And so I'm like, okay, you need to be bringing some of that multimedia. Like, I thought Every Day With You was going to be like Alice in Wonderland. I was like, give me give me unexpected moments. And said, it's just me trying to chop off your head. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know. That was, isn't that an Alice in Wonderland? Off with their heads. Okay, okay, you know a part of the story. <laughs> but it's also a fantastical world where nothing makes sense and up and down. Lewis Carroll, you fabulous bitch. <laughs> Lewis Carroll, you fabulous bitch. Previous to the escape room, I had been in my head like planning stuff for you. Yeah. But now that you say I owe you. ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, You ruined the fun of it. You don't understand my sass <laughs> and my penchant for hyperbole. Give it to me. But no, okay, I've, I have thoughts of stuff, of elaborate <laughs> things. You guys heard it here, okay? He has said it on mic. This is legally binding. And I will tell you the moment I'm transported beyond belief by this beautiful mind. Yes. And if you'd like to see <laughs> some of those uh, weird noir musicals, you can, of course, go to my YouTube channel. <laughs> go back about six years. Oh, my God, the old days. I haven't made any good videos in Los Angeles. I you gotta get back on you that You hadn't shit. done videos in, even before L.A. You hadn't done videos for a while. You were really focused on your writing. Yeah. I made a musical. Anyway, check You're- it out on my YouTube channel. <laughs> check, check out Andy's YouTube channel is probably the whole point of this. But we got some really fun sets, again, from our September live show in L.A. But before we get there, as always, a little bit of info. Guys, if you live in Los Angeles, please come to our live show. And this time... In November, it's going to be on a Tuesday. That is Tuesday, November 5th at the Virgil. So far, we have a sweet-ass lineup, an SAL sweet-ass lineup. <laughs> it is Dana Gould and Arden Marine, two of our favorites. You've heard Arden on the show before. You've heard her on Will You Accept This Rose, her podcast about The Bachelor. You've seen her on numerous TV shows, including Netflix's Insatiable. 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 And uh, a bunch of other great people. You get tickets on our website, CouplesTherapyPod.com. Also, while you're on the website, two things you can do. One, sign up for our Patreon. Now, if you do that for the low, low price of $5, 
uh, you will get two extra episodes a month exclusive to Patreon of just me and Naomi. Exclusies. Yes. Really getting into it. Having a laugh, as they say. Having a laugh. Across the pond. Recording on the couch, surrounded by animals. Literally our best selves. Yeah. What you'll get are our best selves for an extra $5, okay? Yeah. You're, you're getting deep into the emotional drawer. <laughs> into the emotional junk drawer. Um, also, you can sign up for our mailing list. We want to start touring the show a little more. Signing up for the mailing list lets us know where listeners are. It also will let us tell you when we're coming to your city. And we send out newsletters very sparingly. So don't worry. You will not be getting spam like whenever I donate to any political campaign (laughs) and then I get 30 emails a day. Also, while you're on our website, you know what? If you are a listener, a fan of the pod, you know we do advice episodes where we have a guest answer your questions in the studio. Now, in order for that to happen, you gotta call us with some questions. It don't have to be deep. You can just tell us whatever. You can also be anonymous. We will not drag you. We will lift you up. So if you want to leave a voicemail, you can do it at the number 323-524-7839. If you don't have a pencil on you, you can find that information on the website, in our Twitter bio, many other places. Naomi, do you have any live dates? Well, as I have said before, October 23rd, I will be in Cincinnati, Ohio. And October 24th, I will be in Royal Oak, Michigan, both with the Together Live Tour. This is bringing women together. This is speakers, comedians, authors, actors talking about their experience. It's going to lift you up. So if you are in Cincinnati or Royal Oak, you can check me out at both of those shows. There are also shows all around the country. So if there's something you like, you should grab a ticket. TogetherLive.com. Now, we're done. I'm done pushing stuff on you, okay? I feel like a pusher. I want to give you some laughter. I want to sweeten up your day. Stop pushing the dates and start pushing the jokes. Hello. This first set we are bringing you, ooh, it's a good one. It is from Langston Kerman and Will Miles. Oh, my God. Two of our good friends. Oh, two Coco Kings. A true (laughs) dream team. Langston and Will, they're actors, comedians, writers, and friends who you know from the Comedy Central show Southside. You also know Langston from shows like Insecure and Bless This Mess. Will has written for a Sherman Showcase, Chris Gethard show, and you see him on Crashing and Difficult People, and his Comedy Central half-hour special debuts this month, October 25th, 10 days from now. Mark, your cows, watch it happen. So what I'm saying is these are two besties giving us their best. So get into it. Roll it. Hi, wow, look at you. Is that Tupac, right? (laughs) We are a real couple. (laughs) Our love is real. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I I wouldn't fuck him. Come on now. Well, the feeling's mutual. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. How do we start? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. What do we? Shit. What do we do here? How we, are you guys feeling tonight? <laughs> <laughs> we were both. Uh, we were both offered tickets to the Alec Baldwin roast, and we opted to be here. So you motherfuckers better be fun. Yeah. <laughs> I could be listening to the fake gay guy from Will and Grace right now. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> I could be rubbing shoulders with Blake Griffin. <laughs> I saw his brother. I, I actually went to get the free food first. <laughs> and then came here, but Blake Griffin's brother looks just like him. Did you yeah. guys know this? I don't know. Why they, would you know that? They were both <laughs> NBA players. Only one of them uh, continues to be. They, oh, really? They run a production company together now. That's pretty good. This is Why aren't you stuff. guys enjoying that? 
This is amazing facts. Why aren't you guys enjoying these tidbits about Blake Griffin's brother? His name starts with a T. I can't remember it. Damn. That's rough for him. Because yeah. I definitely went up to him and said, Damn, nigga, are you Blake Griffin's brother? <laughs> <laughs> and he said, Yeah, that's me. Yeah, yeah. And I yeah, made yeah. no mention of his NBA career. <laughs> yep, he did it. He, they were both Oklahoma raised mixed kids, and now. You know, like yeah. all those mixed kids in Oklahoma. Yeah. All two of them. I think we started pretty good. This is a solid start. I think as solid far as start. starts go, that we did a good job. We're both from Chicago, but not the South Side. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Wait, who's losing the yes their for? mind for Chicago? <laughs> yeah. Are you from Chicago or just a... Oh, okay, where are you from? Oh, uh, like, north side, but... Okay, the, you, it feels like you lying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's from the north side, too. I am, too, yeah. But, like, where? Uh, like, Lincoln Park. Okay, cool. So well, Lakeview. I'm from Boys Town. He's from Boys Town. I'm he didn't want to say it. You're from Roscoe Village? Yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. I know where that is. Are you guys, you guys engaged? <laughs> Has anybody know Chicago? <laughs> I'm from the suburbs, so you know that's why this shirt is like this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is silk, though, right? No, it's a fake. Oh, fake it feels silk. Feels nice, dude. You can't tell the difference between real silk and fake silk. I love that everybody's in agreement. They're yeah. like, yeah, no, it's I true. Vegan silk? Knows? Yeah, who knows the difference between real silk? Do they hurt those silkworms when they make? I feel like they must. I just think everybody gets hurt. They every... just, like, beat the shit out of a silkworm until it makes what they want? Is that true? Does anyone know the Does truth? Does anybody know how silk is? Do they beat it and say, give me this, that silk This nigga? lady is nodding very confidently. <laughs> they do, all right. They're do evil they really? to silkworms? They, they boil them? them? <laughs> wow. Holy fuck. Are you a part of this? <laughs> How did you know? Wow. Wait, so they boil the silkworm, and then it just shits out silk as like its final, like, hoorah? Holy shit. This sounds fucked up, but I want to see it. <laughs> <laughs> That's just the fetish video you look up later. <laughs> I bet if I watched the video, silk. I'd be like, this is pretty dope. Honestly, I'd be scared because then you're going to open up that like portal in your body where it's like, now that's what I'm into. <laughs> I just like watching motherfuckers make silk. Ooh, <laughs> nothing makes me hornier than watching silkworms boil. Oh, yeah. Why are y'all groaning? She's the one that said it. I'm just playing along. I'm doing art. She's the that's monster true. in the room. She also didn't say whether or not she works for Big Silk. Right. Know. <laughs> and if you look under your chairs, there's a silk shirt for each of you. You know, boiled silkworm. I think this is a cotton poly blend, but... <laughs> it looks good. I like it. Thank you. Yeah, I like is, it. I'm trying some chest stuff out. You know what? It, you look like you dress like uh, you're doing cosplay for a serious man. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> that reference got him. <laughs> I know my audience. Silkworms and movies I haven't seen. <laughs> but no. you know about it. I know about it. I know about all your white films. <laughs> I oh. stay abreast to your culture. Why don't you care to stay up with mine? <laughs> Do you? No. <laughs> Y'all know some black, black people you know. <laughs> And Shout him out. And don't say Blake Griffin, because we already said it. <laughs> and don't say his brother, whose name starts with a T. Yeah. 
who's got a, who's also balding, which makes his life probably <laughs> yeah. also a little rougher. Ah, uh, he wears a lot of hats. Yeah, that's got to fucking suck. Cause they look just alike, it's but he's insane. just a little shorter, and he's balding, and not as good at basketball. That's God. That's got a fucking. And he was you. he was with me, yeah, <laughs> in the audience, and his brother was on stage. I was like, ah. Oh. And how were your seats? Oh, very far in the back. <laughs> Balcony. They didn't know his name. They couldn't put it on the thing. Damn. Nobody knows. That's rough. It's ungoogleable. Mm-hmm. You know it. Taylor, yeah, I believe yeah, it's it, yeah. Taylor. Yeah. Congratulations, you get two silk shirts. Did you go to high school with him? Because otherwise, how do you know that name? No, I didn't know about Blake Oh, okay. shit. That might be weird. Yeah. <laughs> you made it creepy, bro. <laughs> no, no, nah, I just know Blake Griffin. I know a lot about Blake Griffin. <laughs> I know a lot of Blake Griffin information. Because he didn't say I'm a fan of no. Blake Griffin. <laughs> he just said, I know a lot about Blake Griffin. <laughs> <laughs> what, I'm curious, what else do you know? Yeah, what else do you know? <laughs> All I know is he plays for Detroit Pistons. He's a pretty funny comic, and he got JFL before me. <laughs> That's all I know. <laughs> that is, JFL is a very important festival in the comedy community, and two years ago, they let Blake Griffin do it in front of every comedian that yeah. matters. And it was the most heartbreaking moment for anybody who cares about this art. It's true. I have a comedy special. <laughs> but that festival was like, nah, we'll take this 6'10 dude. Yep. Let him talk before you. Worst part is he's really funny. Yeah. Uh, he's, <laughs> it's like, honestly, fuck. and a sweet man. I've spent time with him. Very nice. See? I've met Taylor. I didn't remember shit. <laughs> I was too engaged with Blake. Will and I, this is what we were planning oh, to talk right. about. Oh, right, we planned we haven't this, even, yeah. We had a full plan of what we would talk about. We, we went to a festival one time, and we got pulled over in, a, in an, an Uber. Uber together. Which I didn't know could happen. <laughs> <laughs> it was a black dude driving us, and he got pulled over, and I think both Will and I were like, nigga, what did you do? Yeah. <laughs> we can't be all, not together. It can't be a big group of us. This is... It Chaos. Just, it doesn't seem like cops should pull them over. Like, we were clearly in an Uber, too, where it was like, yeah. nobody's in the front seat. Right. You think this guy's just driving his friends around? Right. Didn't he ask at one point, was yeah. he like, are these your friends? And we're like, nigga, we're in the back. Yeah. We're I think sitting we... in the back on our phones. There's no engagement No, I think here. we even yelled, I don't know this nigga, man. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you got on him, he probably did it. I don't know him at all. <laughs> Come on, brother, I'm going back to school. I ain't, I ain't got nothing to do with this. <laughs> <laughs> and we did turn on him real yeah. fast. Yeah, oh, man. <laughs> My he, God, no allegiance to he the black kinda, race. He like, well, he kind of tried to, like, be cool at first, but then when he got pulled over, the cop came to the window and was like, your plates are expired by, like, eight months. Yeah. And we were like, come on, man. Yeah, his, it was like his plates were expired, his license was yeah. expired. A it light was, like was a, out or some yeah, shit. Yeah, it was some wild shit where we were like, come on, man, you knew. You could have canceled this one. Yeah. <laughs> You saw his face. You saw me get it. Come on, man. And he, like, turned around and said, fuck the police, right? <laughs> and we were both like, nope. No. No, I agree with this Yes. One. This is the one time they're right. <laughs> you deserve every bit of this. But I've been pulled over a couple times in Ubers. Really? Yeah. That was happened. my first and only time. I've had it, like, three times, and I'm always, I'm always too cowardly to get out. Well, yeah. Are the, has anyone been white? 
No, every time a yeah. black dude driving me. Interesting. And, yeah, statistically. Yeah. They're like, you can't really be driving Uber. <laughs> but every fucking time it's like a 20-minute sit. And Jesus. I'm too scared to get out because I think like that they're going to like shoot or Just, that's weird. be weird. I'm sorry I brought the energy yeah. down. You want me to talk about Taylor Griffin again? T. Griff. Light the moon. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, does the rate go up when they sit there? I, that's the other thing. What do you do with the stars? I yeah. Don't know. Yeah, what's the star situation if the drive was perfect except for that time you got pulled over? One star. One star. Is that? Did you go one star? No, you, I think it was, I your think it was my Uber. I, I did five stars just because I felt bad for him. Yeah. <laughs> my rule is if you're black, you get five stars. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah, I think I gave three because I was disappointed, but I, yeah, but I wanted him to be better. Yeah, it was like encouragement. You know what I Go mean? Go back to school. Yeah, three yeah, stars, come on, brother. Yeah, believe in yourself. That's that's what three stars. Is. You don't want to do this job. <laughs> Get a new job tomorrow. Like that Fight Club scene where he holds up the convenience store clerk, and he's like, "You're gonna quit tomorrow." Nobody. No. All right. Wow. Weird he Fight know Club white references. Movies. Not like me. You guys like Chuck Palahniuk? <laughs> <laughs> you like white authors like Chuck Palahniuk? <laughs> How do you say that name? Will and I uh, both write for this show, Southside, that, uh, that's on Comedy Central. Yeah. And I recently uh, did a podcast where the, po the host of the podcast, who's a friend of both of ours, kept uh, saying that Will was my boss on the show. That's and great. I've never been more upset in my life. <laughs> <laughs> he has we both have like i think we're like script editor or some so, shit. whatever the titles are yeah, that, it's you some know. fancy title that just means we get paid different than some of the other writers but yeah. his is be his, real it's more it's script, <laughs> uh, script supervisor he's script supervisor number one story editor I'm, story editor come on be and I, <laughs> esc baby executive story editor whatever <laughs> Who knows about the biz? <laughs> I don't know shit. I just uh, show up and say dick jokes. Yeah. And see, see Clearly, he acts more and I write more. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but they, I was, I was whatever his title was, number two, and he wouldn't stop saying that he was my boss because of it, and it broke my heart. This just made me want to listen to that podcast. <laughs> Classic black dude. <laughs> oh hell yeah! He yeah. definitely listen. That's funny. No, yeah. Well, we got to find a way to dismount. I know. I was trying to... So, uh... <laughs> I think we used up all our stories. This one... Uh, <laughs> we, we also... We've known each other, what, 10 years? I don't know. Uh, close to that. Yeah, I met, I met Will when I first started comedy in Chicago, and he was already doing it. He yeah. was already well, well established in the city. Well, that makes me sound bad. Yeah. <laughs> well established. He wouldn't blow for 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah. And then Langston went to school and got real good and came back next summer. And at the open mic, we were like, wait. He's been doing this a lot more. <laughs> we we can't let him on stage oh, anymore. This, this will be a nice way to end. Yeah, when I met go. Will, uh, he, he used to ride his bike everywhere. Yeah. He was a, a bike rider. He would have a helmet on at open mics. And it was the first time I ever saw a black person wear a helmet before. 
that's not really our thing. You know what I mean? Like culturally, it's just not emphasized the same way that it is for you. It's not a, a judgment of you, nor is it a, a, a judgment of us. It just True. isn't something that's encouraged in our community the same way it is with yours. But for some reason, this nigga showed up with a helmet and I hated it. <laughs> I was safe and that's all that matters. Right? Give it up for safety, y'all. Yeah. Seguro, seguro, I get seguro. It. I get why you're clapping. You're clapping for safety, but you got to understand that the cultural <laughs> repression that I was dealing with maybe be like, this motherfucker's weird. I don't yeah, like yeah. it. What is he, trying to protect his skull? Fucking, ugh. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> but I'm still here, and that's, you know? The Could've... Will Miles story, yeah. but I'm still here. I was, I was 40 pounds lighter back then, too. I wish I, <laughs> wish I had my bike. Okay. All right. We did it. Bye. Hey guys, it's Bobby Bones. I host The Bobby Bones Show, and I'm pretty much always sleepy because I wake up at 3 o'clock in the morning. A couple hours later, I get all my friends together, and we get into a room, and we do a radio show. We share our lives, we tell our stories, we try to find as much good in the world as we possibly can, and we look through the news of the day that you'll care about. Also, your favorite country artists are always stopping by to hang out and share their lives and music, too. So wake up with a bunch of my friends on Big 104.7 in Pittsburgh or wherever the road takes you on the iHeartRadio app. And we're back. What a delight. I love that. What a delight. Naomi, I, uh, before we left the house, I got a, a, a letter here from the Bernie Sanders campaign. Yeah. Filled with stickers. So many stickers from Bernie. A lot of stickers. That's and too I'm many like, stickers. He's holding up six <laughs> stickers, y'all. He don't, Bernie, nobody wants six. That's why you keep asking for money every 10 seconds. Don't give people six stickers. Give them one sticker. I've donated a decent amount of money to the Bernie Sanders campaign. And I'll tell you, a lot of these stickers are good stickers. I, yeah, I, I do appreciate like, this. I didn't ask for the stickers, but I do appreciate them. But it's Not, like, Bernie, I don't have a trapper keeper. Where am I going to put all these stickers? <laughs> yeah, that is the pro. As an adult, it's like, where do you put stickers? I was sent a sticker that says squad goals and it has AOC and Ilan Omar and the quote unquote squad on it. <laughs> and I stuck it on my notebook here, but I only have so many notebooks right. for so many stickers. Yeah. It's too many. It's too many. You know what? Many political stickers are badly graphic designed. This not me us sticker. It's a great graphic design. I mean, the colors are bold and vibrant <laughs> like the fabric of America. Like the people who make up our country. Like the great people of these United States. <laughs> that was good, and I'm so happy of how quickly you abandoned it. Because I was just like, nah, we're done. <laughs> Do you ever get a, started doing a bit, and you're like, I don't like this. Well, I very rarely start bits <laughs> for that very reason. For that very reason. So so few things are worth an act out. So true. So true. Naomi, let's drop the sticker talk, and instead, why don't we get on with the show? And in fact, we have our set from September's show for Let, everyone's ears. Honestly, you guys just listen to where we're at and listen to what we were doing, and I just hope it's enough for you. Here of an encounter with a wild animal. Roll it. You guys, we um we've got some news. We've got something to share, okay? You guys, last week we got a dog. We did it. That's how you get an audience on your side. <laughs> we opened our hearts. We know what it's like to be a parent. Oh god, this love is real. I, I'm cuz I'm not getting any sleep. 
That's that's what a parent. Naomi has postpartum depression. Naturally, also prepartum. It's just depression, honestly, not related to the dog. Um, we we this little dog. She is so cute. She is a like terrier Maltese, very petite, not even ten pounds. And this dog is like she is cute as fuck. Okay, when I tell you this is a cute dog, the thing about her. Which is like, I almost don't even, like, I'm like, am I ready for her in my life? You know what I mean? Her gorgeousness. <laughs> what do you mean by that? <laughs> well, okay, here's the thing. This dog is so cute, and people talk, like, stop, like, comment and want to talk on the street with me because I got a cute dog. Right, right, right. But my natural way is curmudgeonly. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So there's not, so it's, like, hard to have this dog where people are like, oh, my God. You know, they come up and they're like, is she friendly? And I'm like, no, I'm not. And then I walk away. And I'm like, okay, but I have to accept that people are going to be into her. But here's I have the to great open thing. up. Here's the great thing. The dog isn't friendly. The dog hates other dogs. That's true. Oh, it's like crazy. This dog is like so loving. Like when we met her at the shelter, she was like, give me belly rubs out the gate. She see another dog, her ass flips, okay? <laughs> A switch flips in her and she becomes savage. Which... Is embarrassing, I think. When I'm going yeah. on walks, it yeah. feels like you're going back to the parent. I was going to say metaphor, but it does. <laughs> no, it's fact. We're never going to have children. Yep. The bloodline stops with us. Totally. Totally. Both of us, we're half blind. <laughs> Our prescriptions are like negative six. We don't need no babies. We don't I'm need no full babies. of anxiety. She's full of depression. Yeah. We don't need to create anything else out of yeah, us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're doing our best right now. Yeah. Uh, so... Uh, <laughs> So this is the most I'll feel, like, if a child, like, what was that TV show, The Slap? Did a kid slap another kid, or did a parent slap a kid? I think a parent who wasn't the kid's parent slapped a kid. What I about the new season of Mindhunter, where the one child watches... I haven't seen it! Don't! <laughs> Why? You Close can't... You, okay, say it, because you can't right. be giving me spoilers on uh, Mindhunter. In the new season of Mindhunter, oh my God, oh my a God. Uh, child, one of the children, mm -hmm, stands by mm -hmm, while uh, some older kids mm -hmm, murder a toddler. Mm -hmm. Wow, Andy, way to put that specific into the room. Yes, I listened. I couldn't help myself. I had to hold my, the mic with one hand. This ear was working overtime. So I feel I know what it's like to be that the parent of that kid. Because, <laughs> because sweet Mabel, her name's Mabel, she barks and like jumps at all manner of dogs. Yeah, and it's not the excited, let's be friends. It's like, I'm coming for you. And she is too small for that. I'm like, you are too small to be getting, like, don't get me in fights out in these streets. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to get involved. She's like that friend in a group who's like, yeah, we'll fucking fight you. And I'm like, no, I absolutely will not. Let's keep these, going. Hold on, let's deconstruct this for a moment. Who are these friends of yours that are that want to fight people? The imaginary friend group. Like if I had a group of a guy friends, and if you one had, of them was real feisty, a DJ Polly D type, if you will. If you had a Sex in the City crew, right, right, one of them, the Samantha. What? Did she want to fight people? No, she didn't. She was always having sex and fun. Carrie, uh, she's always fighting someone for shoes. That's not what happened on that show. Back me up, crowd. <laughs> Carrie's always fighting someone for shoes. Yes. <laughs> you, you're two supporters in the front because you gave them drink tickets. They on your side all night. I am. Um, the thing with the dog, though, like, it is funny because like we we met with a trainer because we were like, is there any way we can like work with this, you know, lunging and aggression? And this. Can we describe the trainer for a second, though? Sure. She's very. She's German, blonde. Literal German, not like. She looks German. No, German woman. German, German. Yeah, das, ex, et cetera, yeah. et cetera. Mm -hmm. um, 
Yeah. Uh, uh, Ilsa, She Wolf of the SS. Does that? Yeah, anyone know that movie? I told you they wouldn't. Blonde. <laughs> it's okay. I'm glad you put it out there. Uh, just imagine like a Nazi. Woman. <laughs> she was like very intense. She came in real serious. And I kind of liked that they were... Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Can we take a minute and talk about skims? Now, you know I'm a recent skims convert, having tried their underwear in the last few months, and I am now living lifted, supported, changed. So I decided to keep trying new stuff. And let me tell you, Skims Basics and Foundations are where it's at. Yes, I recently got the Soft Smoothing Seamless t-shirt. And y'all, it is so comfortable. It's been the perfect layer for me. I'm rocking it under a cardigan or a sweater when I want to keep it fitted and fabulous and not look all bulky. I mean, y'all know I'm back to work. Hashtag blessings. And I'm definitely that girl who is always cold in the office, okay? I need my layers. But I'm still trying to look put together. And the Soft Smoothing Seamless shirt is helping me get it right. And I also got the boyfriend t-shirt in Heather Gray, and it is so friggin' soft and comfortable, and it's giving casual but intentional when I wear it with a pair of jeans. I'm feeling very good in it. So if you want to give these and other basics a try, shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com. Now available in sizes extra, extra small through 4X. Thank you for the range, Skims. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. Again, that's skims.com. Go check out everything they've got and the new t-shirt shop. The structure, I was like, oh, she gonna whip this dog into shape. But then she, and she had a stuffed dog, and she kind of showed us what happens once just a stuffed dog starts to move. Our dog lost her mind. She, like, started attacking this stuffed dog, pulled a Mike Tyson on its ear. She was losing it. And then... Like after- Carrie, when uh, she's fighting someone on Sex in the City over shoes. There it is, double down. That's what I like most, when you double down. That's my move, the double down on the joke that didn't work. <laughs> and she goes... And so she goes, okay, you know, we see this a lot. Um, we have a, a three-month package for this. Once a, once a week for the first month, every other week for the next two months. That brings us to a total of eight sessions, correct? This woman looked me in the face. How much do you think that would cost? Three fifty, I heard. Seven hundred, eight hundred. Now it's a bidding war. <laughs> 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 this 
this woman looked sold. This woman looked me in the face and said, "That'll be twenty one hundred dollars." Y'all, I wanted to throw her out my damn house like Uncle Phil throwing DJ Jazzy Jeff. Okay, I wanted to just sail her out my fucking door. Twenty one hundred dollars. And of course, she was like, "It might not work." Do you know what I mean? Like she had to hedge her bets. She can't make a promise. But you better make me a promise. I want you to lie to me for $2,100. Don't you think? Just look me right in the face and say, yes, I will fix this. Give me your credit card. And I mean, I was shaken to my core after that. That consultation. You were furious. You were, like, you spent the rest of the night yelling, screaming, $2,100? I was like, how the fuck? I was like, I'm saving money in case we got to pull some teeth. I didn't plan on an extra $2,100 to just stop her from lunging. I was like, fuck it, I'll pick her up when we on the street. You know what I mean? You wanna get into fights? Come on, let's go. That I can afford. I couldn't believe it. But what are we gonna do? She lunges at every other dog. We gonna find somebody that's not 2100. That's just a fact. If you have any suggestions, please leave it on our mailing list in the back. Has anyone here, (laughs) does anyone here have or had an aggressive dog that they trained that aggressiveness out of? Successfully? Wow. Okay. Wow. I'm literally no no optimism in this room. So wait, hold on. I asked a question that had two no's in it, so Uh I don't know what no I was getting from the (laughs) audience. Okay. Has anyone here had an aggressive dog? Yes. 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 Okay. Great. Great. Were you able to train the aggressiveness out? No. No and try. (laughs) Really hard. Okay. Oh my god. We already love her. It ain't like a question. She is in my house for life, okay? This messy bitch is in my house. A bitch who will get me in fights out in these streets. She will get me in a fight on Franklin Ave, and I will have to come through. Yeah, I'll, no, I'll murder someone for her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm already there at that. Parents in the, in the audience, you'll murder someone if they're, like, attacking your child, right? It's a fact. We've all seen the slap. Is that what happens? Uh, but... Do you remember, like, but wait, didn't you tell me last night you went through something? Oh, Because here's the thing, that we have a system, like, I do the early morning walk, Andy does the late night walk, because I ain't going to be out in these streets of Hollywood, okay? You ain't going to catch me out after 10. So Andy is doing the walk. It's good, it's really lawless. It's very Escape from L.A. Honey, I know, and I will not get caught. I will not. I'm already black, it's dark outside, people will get confused. So tell me, you were out last night, What? That's my theory. They're going to confuse you for the night? <laughs> like, they're going to walk into you? Like, oh, my God, I didn't yeah, see you. Yeah, and you then just look like me. darkness. <laughs> then when they realize it's me, they're going to attack me. That's like my fear. You know I watch the true crime. <laughs> Things are always happening in the night. Okay, so tell them what went down. You well, we have to, to, for this to make sense first, we have our apartment divided now because we have cats, too. And so we're slow. Uh-oh. <laughs> we're slowly. Uh, when we got um, Mabel from the shelter, they did a cat test on her. So she's not aggressive towards cats. Uh, allegedly. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. Um, <laughs> but you, it's, a, it's a, a slow process of introducing new animals to your old animals. So we have the apartment divided, so they can't really see each other. And we're slowly introducing their sense to each uh-huh, other. Uh-huh. So we have to take Mabel out the back door for her walk. So I go out last night. It's about midnight, uh, and we, uh, I go out, and she, uh, between our house and the, the house next to us uh, is, is a driveway, and it was, like, pitch black. And uh, Mabel starts going fucking nuts and just barking her head off. And I'm like, I can't really see in the dark, and I'm trying to figure it out. See? And suddenly, like, light glares, 
and I see like the silhouette of uh, what my brain then tells me is a coyote. Y'all. So I grab Mabel, run back up the back stairs and stand out there. Cause, okay, here's the dilemma. Mabel has to go to the bathroom. She can't sit there in her crate all night not having gone to the bathroom. Naturally, we're not abusive parents. But there is a predator Truly. down there. So I yeah. spent 10 minutes Googling what to do with a coyote. Don't you love that in the most heightened situation, Andy's like, I must get to higher ground and Google. I can't believe that was your first thought, was like, Google will tell me what to do in this exact moment quickly enough that I will be able to take an action. Well, what would you do? I'm not used to, every time that something, we encounter some wild animal here, and then I tell... Los Angelinos about it. Yeah. They just look at me with dead eyes and go, yeah, duh. Like, uh, lizards came into our house once, and I was like, oh, man, what a story we have to tell people. We had lizards come into our house. And everyone we told yeah. was like, yeah, it's a lizard season, you fucking idiot. Sick. This town is sick. Lizard season's not a season. There are four seasons in this life, none of which are lizard. I'm sorry. Stay on coyote. So, like, I... I'm sure, who here is just like, yeah, duh, there's fucking coyotes. You deal with them. In Hollywood. Yeah. You see? You see how they've accepted it. No, this is bullshit. <laughs> this is bullshit. If I got off the C train at 42nd Street and I saw a gorilla fucking breaking shit, like, I wouldn't expect someone to go, yeah, duh, there's gorillas in Midtown, you fucking turd. <laughs> no, just mean people. But then what did Googling you... urban gorilla. <laughs> um, so then... So then I tried a second time. I waited 10 minutes Googling, like... There's, like, all this stuff. You, it's, apparently it's called hazing. So you, like, make yourself big. You yell. You, like, shake things at the, at the coyote. Right. Uh, and so then I'm like, well, 10 minutes, maybe it, like, killed whatever it had to kill and went on. <laughs> and so I go down again, and now it's actually in our back, the back where Jesus people Christ. park their cars and just, Jesus. like, staring at us. Jesus Christ. Look at you. Mabel, she's so tiny, she's fully prey, okay? Like, she's to a coyote, she's like, that's a snack, and not in a sexual way. And so it was like, this, this coyote would eat her if she was allowed down at its level, definitely. Yes. No, no, so I'm, hold, I'm holding Mabel, by the yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, So you know. Thank you for letting me know. <laughs> I care for our new doctor. <laughs> doctor? I was trying to, no. No, it's not going to work. It's okay. Uh, I'll try it 10 more times. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> so then, but now I, I have to, she still has to go to the bathroom. So I have to figure out how to get her out the front door without our cat seeing her. Right. So I wrap her up in a blanket. <laughs> you wrap her up like, like she's like a defendant hiding from the paparazzi yes. or something? Yeah. <laughs> Just like cover her in shrouds. Yeah, 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 yeah. And the, the cats are like taking pictures with old right. cameras that go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Old timey. And so you got her out the front. Yes. And then did you sense the coyote? I spent, no, we, we walked for like 15 minutes, but I she, spent all the time like just staring, like <laughs> looking into corners, like wondering when the coyote was going to jump out at us, which I don't think is coyote behavior. Do they jump? I don't know. Well, they don't hide, hold on, they don't hide in shadows like muggers and then <laughs> jump out at you. See, see, this is what I'm talking about, about the fucking darkness. You saw a silhouette in the night. You see what I'm saying? You, mm -hmm. almost, you almost bumped into it. And things got dangerous. Do you see what I mean about the night? This is why I don't fuck with it. I'm in the house by 9.30 p.m. At the latest. At the latest. Not because of depression. Why would you say that in front of company? You don't tell company my story. It's okay. I'm fine with it. Lexapro is wonderful. Have you tried it? 
Um, but And everyone here gets a free prescription for Lexapro. <laughs> That's how you know it's popping off. Hi, guys. I'm Katie Lowe's, actress, mom, and host of the parenting podcast, Katie's Crib, a show that helps women navigate the big shifts which motherhood can bring. This season, you'll hear from resilient mamas like actress Gabrielle Union, thought leaders like author of the New York Times bestseller Untamed, Glennon Doyle, and experts like prenatal and postpartum clinical psychologist Dr. Alyssa Berlin. We get candid about our experiences and share resources for everything parenting. Endometriosis and surrogacy, divorce and blended families, emotionally preparing for postpartum, Katie's Crib is covering it all. For a dose of comfort and community with those who understand the struggles and the joys of raising tiny humans, subscribe now for brand new episodes every other Thursday. Listen to Katie's Crib on the iHeartRadio app or on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. And we're back. It feels very vulnerable when we like play our set in the middle. I'm always like, I hope this is a good enough. It's good. It was like what you say up top is so different. Like our set is like to what start do you say the show. Up top at a live show. Because right. at a live show, the hosts um, job is really getting everyone like loose and relaxed. You're really taking a hit. You're basically. taking the hit. You're trying to get them on board. It is so funny how many people most of our shows, like they've never been to the show before. Like it's we have a lot of our audience is like new people. So it's constantly them kind of being like, wait, what's happening? Why are there two of you? Is this about something real? And you have to kind of like help them switch. So I was like, oh God, I hope you, the listener at home who kind of gets the gist, feels like that was a good time. But feels like you got your time's worth. Your time's worth. Your money's worth if you do send us money. You can send it straight to me, Venmo. Venmo. Oh my God, please do not be. <laughs> don't, like people who literally are like, here's, please. I know, but people who are always like, here's my Venmo. And it's like, well, I don't know you. No, no, no. It's like, no. it baffles me in the, in the world we're living. Anyway, anyway, we did also plug a Patreon. Anyway. <laughs> but that's, got- that, I feel good about that because you get something for your money. You're not just like sending us money. We also have something for you, even if you're not a Patreon, which is another set. Full of two wonderful comics. Two comics. Who full I, of two wonderful comics? It's, it's full of them. It. It's full of them. Two comics I had never met before the show. I had never really heard their stuff before the show, and it was a funny time. This next set is from Dan Van Kirk and Ryan Sickler, comedians and pals who really give us their all. DVK, as I like to call Dan Van Kirk, is a podcast king who you may know from the pods Dumb People Town, Pen Pals, Hindsight, and his frequent appearances on Doug Loves Movies. As Mark Wahlberg. He plays a character, Mark Wahlberg. It's very wonderful. Right. And Ryan Sickler is a stand-up producer and host of the Honeydew podcast. He's the former co-host of the Crab Feast podcast. Yeah. So really two podcast kings and <laughs> real good pals giving us their truth. Roll it. All right. Hi, friends. Hi. How are you? Hey, Ryan. How you doing? Good. Used to work. He's used to working with the Sklar brothers. I feel like that's our role tonight. Yeah, I know. Two at a time. I'm, See I'm, how this I'm works. very rarely on stage with somebody else at the same time. Comedy's a solo sport, like mm. tennis and wrestling, you know. <laughs> I unless, actually, unless you share a womb. Then you can do whatever you want. That's true. I, um, I told Dan today I wanted to go. I call him DVK, Dan mm-hmm. Van Kirk. Mm-hmm. So I, wanted, I called DVK, and I was like, why don't we go get couples massages today? Which would have been... 
And then we can reminisce about what we want to talk about tonight, side by side on the table. But he couldn't go. Would have been great. Would you say ooh? What? Yeah, no, she's booing me for not being able to do it. Oh, I thought you said ooh. I was like, why? Can we not do that? There are some people that are very anti-massage. Like, they can't handle anybody just... I do know, actually, a girl I dated in high school, her mom did not like anyone but her husband to touch her. No back scratches, no nothing. No, like, good to see you. Yeah, none of that. No hugs. Anybody here not like massages or, like, repressed by the feeling of massages? It's okay. I heard a couple claps. What is it you don't like? Just a stranger? Okay. Or silent. Stay silent about yeah. it. Keep it to yourself. My, if I go to, to a massage place and they, and they don't tell me to remove all my clothes, I feel like it's more unprofessional. Like, I'm like, this shouldn't phase you. This should be clinical. If you, if you want me to, like, keep my socks on, I'm like, what do you want? What are you worried about? <laughs> I've never thought about keeping my socks well, on. Well, me either. But obviously, we all knew underwear. I just didn't take that turn. Yeah, but don't they know the trauma that we've had in middle school locker rooms and shit? What it happened? Is, you didn't have to get naked in your middle school locker rooms? Oh, yeah, I just went with it. It's traumatic. That is a traumatic <laughs> time for boys especially because right around that age, some kids have pubic hair, some don't. Mm-hmm. And they point that shit out and remind you, hey, last year I didn't have hair on my balls either. Look at them now. And they call that shit out and you just fucking sink inside yourself. I would have nothing for you to point at. <laughs> Keep I like, it clean. I like that. Yeah. I like that. Uh, See, even so though we're friends, I'm learning new shit about them right here in front of you guys. I don't care. Clean it. Clean it. Manscape. This this set is brought to you by Manscape. <laughs> uh, so what we did do is we went and grabbed dinner. We did at the kitchen right in the neighborhood here. Phenomenal. It's like a restaurant run by the greatest gay brother you don't oh, deserve is the best oh my god every guy was just the most night like and they were even what you ordered like i think i'll get the the beef stew and they're like <laughs> i'm like okay what should i get yeah. you want you want the salmon i'm like all right he said it's seafood night and i was like let's get that fucking salmon then goddamn. yeah it was good <laughs> i highly recommend the kitchen but I first met, I'll tell you how I first met Dan. I was, we met at uh, Bridgetown, Bridgetown Festival. R.I.P. R.I.P. Um, and festivals are fun because, like I said, comedy is a solo sport. So mm-hmm. anytime you're at a festival, you get to hang around with people for like a weekend. That's our you don't, summer camps. Yeah, you don't get to yeah. see people like that. So I didn't really know Dan, and everybody kept talking about his show, and you got to go see the Wahlberg Solution. It was the first one I ever did. I didn't know that. But I had been doing the Wahlberg character a, a lot right, for a okay. while. So that, that show. So people knew. Yeah, that was the first ever one. We had not met at all, you and I. So one, yeah, hadn't met him at all. And one of the things, I'm not a social butterfly. I don't really, I'll hello you. I'm good at small talk, but I don't really like fucking sticking around and chatting you up and shit. I just feel like, I feel like I'm bothering you and you really, I don't really have anything to offer. Very approachable. You know? Um, I'm welcoming arms, but when you need something back, I'm like, I'm good. Um... <laughs> But as a fan, my shows were over, and as a comedy fan, I was like, I'm going to go sit in the back by myself, and I'm going to sit there as a fan, I'm going to watch this it's show. It was like an Elks Lodge. Yeah, it was, a, it was yeah. an Elks Lodge, and uh, it was so fucking fu- I couldn't stop laughing. I enjoyed everything about well, it. Well, to I was be like, fair, the people I had on the show was the like guy. Baron Vaughn, uh, Emily Maya Mills, Melissa Villasenor. Matt Bronger. That's and right. Melissa me. did I didn't Owen, have to do Owen anything, Smith. guys. Wilson. That lineup, it's literally like I could have not even been on the show. And people would have been like, Daniel, you crushed tonight. <laughs> so, yeah, it was all. And I think Melissa was. Owen, per, Owen Wilson. Yeah, Owen Wilson. And 
Baron Vaughn was the first comic to ever do the material white people be like, but black people be like this. Right, yeah, that was him. That yeah. was his character. And then Emily was Hillary Clinton, RIP. And then, oh, oh you get your phones out. And then, uh, <laughs> could you imagine? <laughs> Just politically. And then, uh, uh, I voted for it. It's a safe place. Uh, and then, Bronger was like, I don't do any uh, characters. Can I just be the guy that Burt Reynolds sent in his place? And I said, yeah. And that's who he was. So then I went out stage. But the whole thing was Burt was, you kept getting pissed off that Burt was supposed to be coming. <laughs> right, right, right. coming? Is yeah, he yeah, late? Yeah. What's going yeah, on? He's like, oh, I hope he, you know, Matt uh, was yeah. doing the whole, like, like, that's my Matt Bronger. That's as good as it's going to get. And then I just whisper, whisper yelled, like Wahlberg does, just a whole night of me talking like this, just fucking me out at everybody. And me in the back, dying, loving every second of it. Like, all right, I finally a guy I'm going to go meet, you know. I like this dude. So we start hanging out. We start doing each other's podcasts. Mm -hmm. And Crab that's feast, how, R.I.P. That's how R.I.P. for real. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, where do you want oh, to? Oh, I know what I want to talk about. This Do is it. the one where I really, I fell in love with Dan Van Kirk after this. So we're at another festival, the Petaluma, Petalama Festival. R.I.P. This is what, last year? It's not, these isn't a bit. These are things these that are not existed anymore. It, qu it turns quick in comedy. <laughs> it turns quick. Shelf life. Shelf life's fat. And um, we, got, we have our show up there. Dan's got a show. So we, have a, we go to a nice dinner, mm -hmm. an actual nice sit-down dinner. It's, I'm right here where I am. This is Rory Scovel. Mm -hmm. Jay Larson across from Rory, mm -hmm. Dan Van Kirk across from me. Yeah. And the guy comes Almost back. Almost like this. Yep. Takes. <laughs> it, it works the, guy yeah, theatrically. Takes, guy comes back and takes orders. We give our orders. And the next thing I know, Jay Larson and Dan Van Kirk start kissing. Not like. Like, like aggressively. Like hardcore going. I mean, With mouth love. open. And I'm just. Have you ever seen something where, like, I, I figured Jay was gay? I've sat across from him for seven years. I was like, yeah, he's probably gay. He's married with two kids, but he's probably gay. Right. I, nothing wrong with that at all. At I'm all. I mean, I'm stop totally, lying to your wife, but. Yeah, 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 yeah other yeah, than yeah, that. Yeah. Other, and your kids. Other right. than that. And yourself. Right. Other than that. <laughs> other than that. Uh, <laughs> I know. If I have to. You bet be you. Where, <laughs> as soon as you figure out who you is, let you us be know. it. Yeah. If I have to bet whether Jay Larson will be gay or not, I know where my money sits, okay? But this guy, it doesn't matter, but I just didn't know. didn't see it. Mm -hmm. They are kissing like, they, like the Titanic's about to go down. We're kissing like we missed each other. I mean, longingly. <laughs> and I don't know if you've ever seen something in your life where it felt like I, like someone was in front of me with two fists get ready to fight me and I was ready and somehow a third one came up out of nowhere and just uppercut the shit out of me. I was like, what the fuck? And I was like, you know where you have to look at something for a while and you're like, is that happening? And I was like, oh yeah, that's happening. And the mouth opened and I was like, whoa. Because we went in. You went back. You went in Went again. in for more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah, was, yeah that's yeah. when I was like, oh, maybe this is real. Because the first one is like, Good to see you. The second one is I God. Miss I miss you. you. Yes. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. And I'm going to show you in ki in a kiss, which also is like uncomfortable just in public. Anyway, just at a any restaurant, like people. if two people right now just went at it kissing, we'd all be like, get get a fucking room, settle down back there. That's how these two were kissing. But it, so when we sat down, 
Jay, I don't know. We were he was, as we were next to each other. He said something. I said something to him. And we were we were talking. Oh, were you find yourself talking too close to another person? Like we were already we were like, don't get comfortable. We were already like <laughs> in each other's space. And I go, and he's like, are we gonna kiss? And I go, hey, let's kiss at dinner tonight. And Jay was like, I'll fucking kiss you. And I go, good. And then we both let it go, right? And he goes, we'll, we'll do it. As he said, he goes, we'll do a toast. And I go, okay, awesome. So then we go from like the bread, the water, anybody need anything, I'll be right back. The annoying waiter who comes back and sits with you, what are we having? Like, we're not having anything. You work here. First drinks, drinks come. Somebody forgot a drink. Get their drink. So we are more in, people we're are now in filing dinner. in this little we're back room dinner. that were packed in the back. And so Jay goes, Can I make a toast real quick? And now the only thing we have said to each other is, I will kiss you. So in all honesty, we are going on like love and trust. Right? And so he goes, I just want to say. It's been an amazing weekend up here. There's nobody else I'd rather be. It just, these are my real friends, and these are the moments when you know it. Everybody toasts, and then Jay and I just look at each other and go, like this. I and mean. our friends, and I look at Rory Scoville, who is known, if you don't know Rory, he's an up-and-comer. And he, <laughs> he loves doing, like, weird material. He likes being like, is this comfortable? So, he, so as soon as we kiss, right, you hear, like, <sighs> and then we kiss again, and you, two things happen. You go... We kiss, and you hear, Larson. That is you. That's all you say. Larson. Because like, I've got my money like on he was, yes. He, that was me going, I knew it. That was how I said it. I See, to me, it. it felt like you were betrayed. Like, like, you're, like if your boyfriend, like if your boyfriend just starts like kissing his coworker at the Christmas party, like you'd be like, honey. You were like, Larson. And then I look over at Rory, and this is Rory Scoville, the guy who loves to be weird. You look for him. You'll find him. He goes, he goes, I don't know what I just saw. <laughs> he was so, and you know what? This is the thing, too. And this is what I say about the love and trust. We didn't build it up to each other. Like, we didn't say, like, we're fucking do Tonight we're going to do this joke. We just lived in that moment. And the, and the, the thing that it. we both didn't, that we counted on, but we didn't know. And the thing that Lori loved most was just the commitment level. Because it wasn't weird. And first of all, also, it was weird. I'm not sure. <laughs> it wasn't I know for what us. side of the table. It didn't look I'll, like it was for I'll you. Kiss I'll I kiss him. I know you were sitting on that side of the table. But it was I'll kiss a person I love. Aggressively, though. Aggressively. Right? I'd kiss you right now. I don't even care. But that is not a bit. We're not on the... Nope. Uh-uh, we're not. This isn't Carson, where you guys, everybody starts screaming. But I don't care about any of that Carson. You know, we know on like the late night shows where like, well, I don't know. I have uh, been working out. I, I'm not going to take my shirt off, though. And then everybody said, do it. <laughs> all right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> you know that thing where they was like, was that you singing in the movie? Yeah, I did learn to sing. Would you mind doing it? No, no, we're not doing that. But I'll kiss you any other public place. <laughs> I might take you up on it. Awesome. Commitment uh, was there. The other thing I want to talk about before we go, first of all, when you did my podcast, you talked about driving your Toyota Tercel? Honda Civic. H Honda Civic, original rims. 1990 Honda Civic. Parked with it right in front rims. of the Playboy Mansion, and I was like, oh, I'm going to be your friend forever. <laughs> and then I, I, when I was on your show, I talked about how I've been offered six three ways and turned them all down. All of them. I didn't. But made out with Jay Larson. 
Oh, some of those I was threesomes. scared. He I was turned down. I was scared. Literally but made was, out with Jay Larson. I was too scared, and I'm not ashamed to admit that. That's okay. But then, well, but we'll get out of here on one of my favorite things: is you were doing the home run derby, and you, yeah, you needed someone to pitch to you. So back to and Jay who Larson. better than a left-handed kid who hasn't pitched in 20 years? <laughs> Everybody wants to take a left-handed pitch in a home run derby, even if you don't care about baseball you know that sounds weird jay larson 20 years later thinks he could still hit a home run like he could in college and i was like you're out of your fucking mind dude you're 20 years past your fucking prime you're not hitting that fucking ball that far so i decided to make a bet with him that Two bets. You're not going to hit it. It was 325 feet. I'm like, that's a major league fucking shot. You're not doing that. And just for the fucking sport, I didn't play college baseball, but you know what? For fun and for the bet, I'll go head to head with you. See if I can't hit one farther than you. And Could have gotten anybody to pitch to him. Anybody. And like two days before, I said, damn, why don't you pitch me? Forgetting that he's a lefty. I and tried. Also, not realizing that we're on a clock. Not, I don't get 15 swings. I'm on a clock. So mm -hmm. I've got to wait for the perfect pitch. And no <laughs> Which offense, wasn't coming. They were few and far <laughs> between, those fucking perfect pitches. But I did lead. So we went out and we practiced. We practiced. That's we went that. to a we were park. just out in an open park. And then some guy who was some probably, random, he some just random got fired dude out there. And was like collecting his life. <laughs> he was really like, you was. know, I'm going to start shagging balls for you he guys. He takes my glove and he goes out there. And he's, I'm, I'm hitting him over here. Spray he sprints. Him. I'm hitting him over there. He sprints. So the next, what, two days later, yeah, we, yeah. Go, we go. And uh, I hire a mariachi band. But I don't tell anybody. <laughs> A mariachi okay. band that did not know how to play the Star Spangled Banner, they which I'm like, you got they the were best authentic. mariachi band. They were authentic. Yeah. They did not know how to play our Star Spangled I was like, hey, can you guys play the national anthem? They're like, which one? I was like, mm, that's a good fucking question, guys. That's a good fucking question. So, but they did know how to play. They would play that. But I always have liked the idea for life that I want theme music. You know what I mean? Like, I would like to walk with theme music and have theme music. So I thought in between gathering these balls. By the way, this is a sorry-ass backyard bet, but I went all out. I wore baseball pants. I got, I got tops to sponsor me. They gave me cleats, shirts, all kinds of shit. So I figure while, you know, people are cleaning up the balls, we'll have a little music. There's something in between. And I know if I'm at a park with my daughter and we hear a fucking mariachi band, we're like, let's go fucking see what's going on over there. I know it's going to bring a crowd. Mm -hmm. They're shooting it. I know how to produce little b-roll like gather over here and make it look like a fucking crowd guys 50 of you right here so i get up and i'm leading after the first round i'm yeah. leading and then second round i believe i'm still leading then third you round you know who jay got to pitch to him a former college pitcher for real yeah for That's real way to do it and then all of a sudden this weird fucking bat shows up in the third round that wasn't there in the first two rounds jay did very good he did but he did not hit 325 feet it was supposed to be wood bats. He changed it to aluminum. We were supposed whoever whoever this is. How you do ever, you, feel you ever about bet it, somebody Ryan? like that? You ever bet somebody that changes the bet the whole fucking way? Wood bats went to aluminum last minute. The loser was supposed to set up a, a show in the winter city, so it would be Baltimore for me, Boston for him. Also, two games to a Red Sox or, or, or tickets to a Red Sox or Orioles game. Are you going to take a vote at the end of this? That was the bet. The bet becomes. 
300 fucking dollars. That's what it becomes. All changed. Really? All changed. Yeah, I got round trip air fare. But and we'll, on, on Southwest. I mean, let's, let's be realistic. We can leave here on this. The greatest part of that day this was... is the best part. It was the last day that both of us got to spend uh, with Stephen Brody Stevens. Yeah. And uh, I asked him. I walked up to him in no disrespect to DVK, but I asked Brody because Brody was a college pitcher. I was like, hey, would you pitch for me in the home run derby? He's like, how fast do you need it? I'm like... Around 60, which is not that fast. And he's like, I don't think I can throw it that fucking slow. <laughs> you got it. Like, 78 like, on the gun. Oh, yes. Right. 80 with movement. <laughs> with movement. That's what he would say to me. 80 with movement. And I was like, well, will you just come, please? I know you love baseball. He's like, yeah, of course. So, of course, he shows up. And that's the last day. We got the shag fly balls with him. He took some swings at the end. And, I, and you know what? I asked him to pitch, too. You and did? He, yeah. And he goes, he goes, no. <laughs> you got this. And it was, was like, it wouldn't have helped. It wouldn't have helped. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, thank guys. Thank you, guys. Ryan, thank you, thank brother. You. Love you, man. I love you, Dan. I'll kiss you later. I didn't know what to expect <laughs> from those two. Well, you know, Naomi, put two white men on a stage together. Who knows what'll happen? Anything can happen. <laughs> hey, if you want to hear more of us and Dan Van Kirk, we were on Dumb People Town a couple months ago. You can check that out. I said before, when we were talking to, to Dan in the uh, green room before the show, I was like, man, I felt like I was just holding on for dear life when I was on. Because it, it was the Sklar Bros, Dan, you, and me. So four professional stand-ups. And a weird and writer. a beautiful mind, yes. And a beautiful mind. Four <laughs> be- professional stand-ups and yes. a beautiful mind. And I'm just trying to think, what's the code to crack? Right. How do I escape this <laughs> with my integrity? <laughs> um, I think you did all right. Yeah, he said he said you d- I did, so yeah. you can listen to that. <laughs> now you're allowed to listen. But also, DVK is a very nice person, so he wouldn't be like, no, you fucking sucked. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? You didn't suck either, listener. <laughs> If we're you, were giving, really, you were really searching for how yep, to, I was how trying to segue get in there. out of that. I was trying to get in it, and I was trying to get out. And it just delights him. Do you hear how it delights Andrew? No, but um, you know what, Naomi? You still are my son. You still are the moon in my night. <laughs> you are the rings around the Saturn of my heart. Oh, wow. That's a good one. I just want to say, in front of you, in front of the tens of thousands of listeners. Tens of thousands. Hey, look at the numbers. <laughs> I will come up with something elaborate for your next celebration. You heard it here first. Okay, you know what? Thank you so much. We will be back next week. Bye. Bye. My name is Kimberly Drew. If I've learned anything in my years of studying and uplifting black artists is that we all have the power to create something beautiful. That's why I'm pleased to introduce you to people who have broken down boundaries in fencing and helped to create the first ever smart store. They're a big deal, and it's time we give them our attention. Listen to Your Attention, Please, a Hulu podcast with iHeartRadio on the iHeartRadio app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's inspired by Your Attention, Please, now streaming on Hulu. Watch for a fresh point of view on Black history. Hi, I'm Tom Colicchio. I'm a chef, a restaurateur, food advocate, and the host of the new podcast called Citizen Chef on iHeartRadio. People might turn on the news and see the stories about the pandemic, 
immigration policy, our health care. Icy stories about food. On this podcast, we'll tour the current political climate, looking for inroads to food wherever we could find them. From the supply chain. And we hear that Tyson might be closing another plant Monday in Tennessee. For to labor. Here's an executive order on immigration. We want Americans to have the jobs. We want Americans to have the health care. We want to take care of our citizens first. And disaster relief. Our systems cannot handle true disaster, this pandemic. That is the reality. These are the stories of our food. Episode one of Citizen Chef is available now. Subscribe and listen on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 